You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Reclamation Show. I'm here with my mom, Tonya, and my dad, Justin. And today we're going to be talking about something I'm very passionate about and we talk a lot about here Um about here yeah um here on the podcast and in our households and overall in general really it's the topic of empathy dun 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 so (laughs) empathy is it's a topic that you're kind of taught in like kindergarten is like be nice to people use use your manners say please and thank you um look people in the eye but what about the deeper conversation, the more expanded conversation around empathy? And I think it goes deeper than just being nice to people because um, it's really easy to just slap on the smile and say nice things to somebody, but it goes as deep as do you actually want to believe those things? And what about when you're raising kids and they notice somebody is different than them and how do you handle those conversations and show them that everybody's awesome and you can love and receive everybody as a part of yourself and as a part of the divine with you and how to just overall handle those conversations. So dad, I'm going to toss it onto you from your parent, obviously, because I just called you dad. Um, so what do you think is the best way parents can start having those conversations with their kids around empathy and receiving people as not only just a part of the divine but as a mere reflection of themselves and handling that really abstract conversation from a young age well i think i think it starts with taking a deep reflection of of who they are and how they are first and foremost is is that because not not everybody's is is um you know it's not easy for them to be empathetic, right? It's not necessarily one of their predisposed superpowers. It's something that they have to learn, right? A lot of people start with understanding sympathy, right? And identifying sympathetically with others. But the empathy piece is, um, is one that comes from, from, from time and practice and training and recognizing that people outside of you are not a threat to you and, and, I honestly think that if as parents, as we, you know, us as individuals who have children can master the empathy superpower, then we have a better chance of instilling that in our children. But more importantly, I think it is the one superpower that will heal the world is, mm-hmm. is empathy. I think the more of us that can do that, the more this world will heal and for our kids, the, the better experience that they will have in life because they're able to connect with others, recognizing that it, it, it's not a threat, mm-hmm. but that putting themselves in somebody else's shoes, being empathetic to what other people are experiencing, recognizing that it doesn't threaten your own version of reality because in that space, anything's possible. Yeah, I think that's a really good point and being open to the fact that anything and everything is possible. Um, I was on Tatiana Berende's show, Superpower Mamas, which y'all, FYI, stay tuned for that because we're going to be starting a whole new series around equality and diversity and loving others, just like this conversation of empathy. 
And um, before we get into the break, I'll share this point. She asked me what my superpowers were and I had to really sit with it for a little bit because I haven't been asked that question in a while. And my answer was along the lines of empathy is that I'm able to see people not only just as a person first, but as their highest self first. And I know a lot of people weren't necessarily raised in households where that's a that's a conversation like how do you look somebody in the face who who may be saying mean things to you or somebody who could be considered like your worst enemy or somebody who's even just different than you and say i love you or a total stranger on the street how do you have those conversations how do you even start because that's such an abstract thing so that's what we're going to be talking about when we get back from the break um if y'all want to hear y'all if you want to have these types of conversations with us around empathy love and high vibes and you want to go to a place go to a place it's online um where you're loved and accepted for who you are and you get to be with empathic people um then go join the superpower universe plus membership and have these amazing conversations with us and we look forward to seeing you there and we're so excited to just be able to walk along your path with you that sounds that sounds grammatically correct all right we'll be right back after the break The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Okay, we are back welcome back to the reclamation show today we're talking all about empathy so before we got into our break we were talking all about being open to the conversation in general around empathy and realizing that i think realizing that it's okay if it's not a predisposed superpower that you have a lot of people don't have it um and i think just being open to the conversation of it developing and being able to get to the space of seeing somebody as a mere reflection of yourself and seeing people as a part of the divine is the best way to start. So mom, I'm going to pass it on to you because I keep saying mere reflection, um, which is something you both taught me from a young age to see that everybody is like a mere reflection of yourself. Can you explain what that is and why it's so beneficial to this conversation? Absolutely. So it comes from the uh, concept we named kind of this diamond facet theory. And so it's the idea that you exist inside of this diamond, let's say. And so on the outside of the diamond are all of these facets. And when you um, when you kind of catch the light of somebody else, it's it's a facet of yours that's shining and reflecting off of a facet of somebody else's just as their facets reflecting off of you. Really and truly, until we reach higher levels of awareness, that, that, that's all we can see of each other. And we don't realize it. We think we know somebody. We think we know everything about them, but we know a minuscule little piece, a little prismed reflection of them. Um, and that's all until until we're able to see beyond how we're typically socially programmed to see. And so when you're talking about the conversation around empathy, the biggest challenge there, and you know me, I'm always going to go to the science on it. Mm-hmm. And with the superpowers body of work, it clearly delineates between being predisposed to empathy or being predisposed to getting your intuition through emotional energy. The challenge with that is that 
we tend to think as a society that if people are very emotional, that, that it's because they're empaths. Well, it's quite the opposite. Those who are more emotional tend to be those who get their intuition through emotional energy. And it's very challenging for those folks to be empathic. Um, so it actually creates its own insulation. And so we're all co kinds of confused about those particular superpowers. And so it's really challenging for parents. If you don't know your kid's design and you're encouraging them to to feel other people's feelings or tap into those that means something very different for them than it would mean for a child who is actually predisposed to empathy and 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 if you don't know that you, in in practitioners the same goes for you all if you don't know and you can't gauge it for yourself or you're not seeing from a high enough vantage point it's easy to lead people astray and people are getting really frustrated by that yeah and i love the the point that you're making around like it, it can be really confusing to have conversations with your kids when they, you don't know how they see the world. Because <laughs> um, I remember one time we were we were in the car, I think we were going to Starbucks or something, and you asked me, well, when you say something to someone, don't you know how they feel when you say it? And I go, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I just everyone did. Um, and that reminds me of, I wanted to get better at being empathetic. I. I was sympathetic towards people's feelings from a very young age. But when, uh, like a year and a half-ish ago, um, I realized I had some real pent-up judgment around people that I didn't want to have. Because I was like, well, that's not, that's not cool. I don't want to judge people. I want to love them. Um, and so I decided I was going to start serving in a special needs ministry at one of our local churches because I was like, okay, they're they're going to be kids. I'm going to love them no matter what. And that started for me because I, I wasn't predisposed to empathy. And like I've had experiences of, I guess, what you could call bullying or being judged. And I was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. But like I never truly understood how other people might feel. And that may not be something I'm ever going to be predisposed to but at least now i'm to the point where i see people beyond just the person which is a great place to get where if you can just see somebody as a person beyond um what the ministry teaches is see the person beyond the disability and they they use like language so if somebody has autism you don't say um the kid with autism you say um their name and then the fact that they might have it but the disability doesn't represent them as a person that goes with any type of thing you could be judged for oh yeah our world would change dramatically would. if we could see people beyond their the diamond and the labels yeah, yeah see people beyond their diamond i mean that it would that would change uh, the world would change overnight if we were willing to let people be holy mm -hmm. who they are not what we think we see of them. the world would be so much less lonely because um I'll never forget a conversation I had with somebody who was at one of like, um, the church does big, they called it, what do they call it? I think it was called, I totally forgot the name of it, but it was basically this um, party, I guess, or this gathering for all the people in the special needs ministry to come. And they, they had like fun dances. It was all 80s themed and stuff. And um, on the last day, there was like this water park thing. And so I brought somebody that I, I had known from the church and I was like, hey, come serve with me. And I remember I was talking with her and 
she was saying these really judgmental things about these people. There was, um, and she was like, why are they acting like that? And I said, well, it's special needs. They, they have a disability, but it goes so much farther than that because um, I realized that she, she wasn't raised in an environment where you see somebody beyond their person and how almost, dare I say, limiting that can be because there's some people who they look at somebody and they'll go, oh, you're different than me. I can't, I can't talk to you. I can't be your friend. And it starts at the basic things like gender. And I, I remember I walked her through like, what's the time that you've been judged for something you can't control? She, and she told me and I said, how do you think these people feel? This is why we're here to show them that they're loved and accepted for who they are. And I was able to walk her through what their experiences with it, what my experience has been with it. And it was such a cool experience. And I think parents, the best thing you can do for your kids when it comes to the conversation of empathy and it, and I'm using special needs as an example because that's an environment I'm so incorporated in and so passionate about. Um, and because the reason I started was because I wanted to be more empathetic. So I think it's the perfect example. Parents, if you want to have these conversations with your kids, I would say get them first if they're not already there. And honestly, I think most kids are there. Get them to the point of seeing somebody as a person first. And you have to unprogram your stories around seeing somebody as other than a person first or else your kid isn't going to get there very easily. And then get them to see somebody as a mere reflection of themselves. Basically saying that this person has more similarities to you than you might think because like sometimes we become friends with people because they're similar to us using that as an example. And then getting them to the point where you see somebody as a divine aspect, their higher self. And that's such a cool place to be in. And I know so many kids that are like that, where they have no fear around going up and talking to a total stranger because they just know that that person's going to be nice to them. And unpacking that, those stories are unpacking like the stranger danger, not saying like, go let your kid get into a random car with somebody that they meet at the park, but saying that there doesn't have to be any fear around somebody they don't know and give them the opportunity to get to know people. Cause I mean, that's kind of how we make friends and stuff. Um, so, so dad, I, I want to bring the conversation back around to you. Um, because I think we're both similar in the sense that we weren't necessarily predisposed to empathy. And you've been around on this planet longer than I physically have, at least. Um, so from your experiences with growing and expanding spiritually and personally, when the conversation of empathy comes into play, how do you first get even open to the fact that there may be something to learn there? Well, I think I know for me it started with when when my quest for wanting to understand the human psyche right came into mind. I would always look at other people, and then I would examine why they were a particular way or why they experienced things a particular way, and wanted to understand it from a very logical perspective. Um, so I'd have a good understanding as to what made people tick and why they did the things that they they do. And as I, I journeyed along over this last, you know, 40 some odd years, I, I started down the path of recognizing, okay, I was able to find a little bit of myself in, in all of it, right? And every little aspect. 
but the things that still remained, what are what I what I deemed, what my ego deemed as a, as a threat, right, always kept out at at arm's reach, right, and that was kind of my approach to to people as to okay, we, we can meet in the space of logic, we can meet in the space of whatnot, but the actual connection piece, you know, only came if. Uh, a piece of me identified with the, the same piece that was in the other person, right? We both like movies, okay? So that's that's where we met. But the empathy piece is something that I've had to had to train myself on in, in connecting people in and in, in connecting with people and how I interact with them. Um, and it, and it's one that I know for me at least it it, it took practice and it still does. Um, because it doesn't necessarily come natural to me because I, I'm not an empath. I, I'm not predisposed to empathy. I'm, I get my intuition through emotional energy. And so it's that emotional energy. And what, what I've learned is, and what I continue to learn with that, getting my inner, uh, intuition through my emotional energy space, is that it's actually a really quick way to tap into the superpower of empathy because... I, I realize that most of the emotions that are that are that I'm experiencing that I'm that I'm picking up on aren't mine. But way back before I met your mom, before we started on this superpower journey, I, I always took that as a, a as a threat or there was something wrong with me or I didn't understand it, right? And so it didn't allow for that empathy to come through. But what I've learned is that through that emotional energy, if I'm picking up something, I can go, wait, this is this is not mine. Whose is it? Okay, okay. Oh, it, it, it's it's whoever it is I'm talking to, right? Or, or I'm picking up on somebody, and then I can put myself into their into their mindset, into their position in the world, and 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 go, well, why why are they feeling that? Mm-hmm. Why where? Oh, okay. And, and from that space, and understanding their emotions, and understanding what they're feeling, and understanding what they're experiencing. I can now approach a conversation and see people through that empathetic lens, even though I'm not predisposed to empathy, but it, it, it took me years of being able to disentangle how I received my intuition because without understanding it, without knowing it, it always came across as a potential threat of like, why am I feeling this way? And and I knew I wasn't feeling that way yet. Here's this emotional energy that I'm, I'm picking up on and it goes, it goes crazy. Well, what I've learned is that I, I get to control that. Yeah. And, and rather than just reacting, stopping, and then using those indicators going, okay, here's this emotion that's picking up and using it to connect in with others from, how they're experiencing something and, and, and it allows for a quicker, faster communication, which which then allows me to help people even, even faster. Yeah, I love what you're saying and that, that reminds me of like how I energetically heal is you, you tap into the physical experience like uh, when the person describes, hey, this is where I'm feeling pain, then you can tap, at least what I do is I tap into, oh, that probably doesn't feel pleasant on me definitely doesn't feel pleasant on them and then use that to move it and i think getting to a point of energetically meeting in the middle with the whether the other person is aware of it or not is a great way to start um mom we we need to start wrapping up soon but you're somebody who is predisposed to this and you live with two people who aren't <laughs> and i thank you for your patience with us as we do not fully understand but are getting much better at it um 
human emotions. Well, <laughs> so. well I, I think it's great. You're absolutely right, Neva, is that, you know, you and I aren't predisposed to empathy. Your mom is, right? Which, folks, that means she's fairly devoid of her own emotion. She, I mean, she, she, she does have her emotions, but she, she is fairly void of her own emotions. So imagine, if you will, being in a relationship, parent, husband, or otherwise, where that, where I get my intuition through emotional energy, Neva gets her intuition through emotional energy, and mom's got no emotion. <laughs> So it's like a an emotionless confessional or something. But um mom, from your point of view, um, especially saying you live with two people who get their ener their energy and intuition much differently than you do. Um and two people who also have chameleon abilities, so we don't only just pick up on our own emotions, but it becomes quite more enhanced with the people in this household, the dog, the birds outside, and all of our neighbors. Um, how is your experience different than ours? And can you maybe speak to the people who are like you, that um, <laughs> who are disposed to empathy, and describe like how to channel that intuition if that makes sense like how you channel your intuition through empathy because that's not something i really understand either uh, sure i think I, I don't know that i can really speak to the difference between my experience with yours is because the um i you know i i, I get to observe your experience through empathy and mind reading in psychic ability i get to understand um, a lot of what you all see but your experience gets to still be your experience and, and I think it's really important that we leave the space for that like we have these abilities yes the lines are are getting blurrier but it's really important that we continue to allow people to inform their experiences right it, it, everybody gets to have their own individual journey and so for me it was it's been a great little petri dish of, of research this laboratory that we have here because you know, you have a situation where um, my empathic abilities abilities have just gotten more and more and more heightened, and um, the two of you have 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 been able to hone your abilities in the emotional energy space, and, and it's gotten more and more intense. And so, it creates at every single expansive level um, an opportunity for each of us to be forged a little bit differently. And and because we continue to make the choice. To do that together, I think we've learned a lot about how these dynamics work together. The hardest thing, I think the most difficult thing for the, the predisposed impasse that we've worked with is giving them permission to, to not be emotional, right? And that's kind of a weird thing, but the bias in our culture is that, well, you must not care. You just don't care. How come you don't care about this thing or care about me or care about... And, and, and I, I propose that because empaths have a, a, a bit of a clear understanding about that emotional energy, once they become aware of it, we're actually predisposed to connect in, in a divine space. Uh, we, we know the value of connecting in emotional energy, what it is and, and what it isn't really. Like it's not the end all be all. It's dramatic. It's, it's fluctuates. It's, um, it's got all kinds of tumultuousness to it and, and it's fleeting. It's not a real connection because like, like your dad was talking about, it, 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 it's easy for the fear aspects to take that and, then, and, and disconnect really fast, like super fast. When, when the persona feels threatened, 
that disconnection happens, right? Well, for an empath, we feel that. I, I, I remember describing it to you and your dad. Like, I know when someone chooses out of fear, someone I'm inter- energetically connected to, and as these organizations grow and the network grows, that's more and more and more and more and more people to be energetically connected into. So it's really important that as you embark on these journeys that you understand yourself, that you understand how your your design works, that you understand sort of how it, how it fits together for you because otherwise we start comparing with each other, right? And I know empathy for one is a conversation that's gotten lumped together in, in just one bulk item and, and we got to peel the layers back because everybody has a, a little bit of a different experience with it. We can create these constructs, but we got to be real careful to let people have um, their experience. So like you mentioned, you know, you it's a different experience if you have you know, you get your intuition through emotional energy, you've got chameleon ability and mind reading. That's a different experience than someone who who has two of those, but not the third, right? And and not to mention where they were raised and their areas of influence and where they came in and their frequency level, like all of these components. So we're super complex, but we can create these constructs so that we have shared vernacular. And that's what we've proven in our household, right? Is that we don't operate the same. Even you and dad aren't the same in that because you have a lot of tendencies that are similar to mine in other areas. And so you get to have a totally different experience, right? Your dad and I have very different experiences, but through our connections, we get to share in that together. And so so it's important that we acknowledge, like maybe I don't emote. And they say we call it underhumaning, right? Like UH, right? I'm UH today. I'm underhumaning. Like I don't need to emote to know truth. I don't need to see others emoting to know truth. I don't mind playing in it, but it's not a natural place for me. I get information from it. Yeah, that's a really good point because I, as you said, I also relate to some of the things that you you have. Um, I'm like split right down the middle of you two. Um, then the middle is all of my new stuff. Um, no, you're like the exponential impact. You get double it. Oh, so yeah. you're all of me and all of him. Exactly. Um, and so with you, I do get the, the mind-needing ability. I, I, I see through people in a sense. So even if I'm connecting with somebody through the emotional energy, I know the second their brain turns off and the second they're no longer connected with me. Actually, may I jump right in there? Because you just said something incredibly crucial. That's the biggest differentiator is that people who get their intuition through emotional energy connect in with others through emotional energy. You all are extremely, extremely powerful in that. We need you all because there are so many people who who aren't going to come to light unless there's a connection emotionally Mm -hmm. first empaths don't connect emotionally with people they connect in some other way those of us who, who are willing to operate in in certain frequencies we were able to connect in at that frequency of love right and so so that's the differentiator and, and it is important that we remember that it that is a superpower to connect in with others in emotional energy and stay in awareness like your dad was talking about stay in that intuitive channel that runs in that emotional stream that do that that's that's the holy grail of power right there and so so we do need those individuals, and especially those who are willing to to hone empathy when it doesn't come as naturally to them. Yes, I agree. And to the impasse and non-impasse out there, I think it's important to start working towards connection with others and realizing that everybody does it differently and everybody's going to do it differently and be open to the different ways of doing it. Um, and for the people who relate to people like me and my dad, where you get your emotional, wait, wait, hold on, where you get your intuition through emotional energy, just be 
open to letting the emotions flow through you. Trust me, they're going to be very heightened. Um, but don't grip onto them. Don't feel the need to relate to them because I I get my emotions, my goodness, I get my intuition through emotional energy, but I also underhuman a lot. And that's a totally okay thing to do. Everybody's different and everybody does it differently. And that ties right back into the whole conversation that we've been having today around empathy. Everybody is different and everybody is perfectly imperfect. Everybody's person is very imperfect, but the higher self is of course perfect and a part of the divine. And even if you're in your person, you are still a part of the divine. And we're all getting to walk towards seeing everybody as their divine aspect together and parents and kids are being able to have those conversations together um so if you want to have more of these conversations and you want to be loved and accepted for who you are and seen as your highest self with impasse and non-impasse alike then go join the superpower universe plus membership and have these conversations with us and come join us and play with us and from our inspired family to yours we We love love you. you bye for now Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.